Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content Episode 49. My name is Anthropos. And I am Ozymandias. Joining us in studio, we have our special guest, Orgasmatron. What's up, everybody? How you doing? All right, everyone. So episode 49, we're doing yet another McKellar lineup. I just can't get enough of McKellar. These motherfuckers are out here fucking putting wonderful bundles to order online, ship to your front door at a fucking super competitive price. Why are we not going to take advantage of this? And uh, I want to get to the poor because this motherfucker is already pouring itself. Just can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a damn thing. Let's pour this motherfucker. Pour that shit. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> you saw that? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, my fucking shit. It done squirted all over you. <laughs> I take it you like squirters? Look at this shit. <laughs> God damn. I got on the fucking mic. I know I got I got some on the mic. Alright, so we got the pour out. Let's get some smelling notes on this shit before we enjoy. This certainly doesn't look like a pilsner. This looks hazy. And uh, I'm I'm assuming that that AO yeast has something to do with this, but it smells like I would expect it to. It smells like a pilsner. It's it's really malty. It is. Yeah, I'm getting some a uh, little bit of floral on it too. It smells really bright. I'm I'm catching some sweetness as well, and I'm pretty sure that that's from the malt backbone that's featured here. There's like a really weird earthiness to it too. It's not a roast. It's more of an earthy sweetness. All right, so. Looks like we got some hop to look forward. Looks like we have some malt to look forward. Let's see what we have here, guys. I can't wait to taste this. All right, guys. Cheers. 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 Clink. That's good. That's a fucking Pilsner. Yeah. That's how McKellar does a Pilsner. Yeah. Um. I just think a lot of the domestic beers that we're used to that tout themselves as Pilsners, they just fall short. When you have a really good Pilsner, it's it's refreshing. It's great. All right. None of this mentioned on the label. I'm getting a fucking beautifully delectable honey sweetness here. Mm. Um, I could smell the sweetness on the nose, but um, on the palate, it does come across as 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 a honey sweetness. It actually kind of has like a honey-like color to it, too. The it hue. Does. And the way it's uh, just a little bit cloudy. I wouldn't necessarily say it looks like a like a hazy, like a New England-style IPA. Um, but it's definitely not what I would call translucent. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep on wiping my mug because I want to make sure that it's not the frost on my glass. But it is. It's opaque. And um, I don't believe I've ever seen a Pilsner that looks like this. Uh, fucking leave it to McKellar to take a style and put their spin on it. Um, I'm not 
big on Pilsners, and I think it's for the exact same reason that our Gazmatron <laughs> mentioned, which is typical domestic Pilsner is just fucking, it always falls flat. It almost feels like a fucking like slightly better lager, if anything. But this is something completely different out of fucking left field, if anything. I think the Germans would approve of this, and they are the authority on Pilsners. Mm. Really, um, I'm getting a, a light medium body to a Pilsner, which is not, um, it, it's not to be expected in the style. When you think of a Pilsner, you're thinking of something that's just super light bodied and, and extremely bubbly and crisp. <clears throat> With this one, I'm getting a little bit of a light medium body. Um, the color is a little bit more of a, of like a honey amber yellow. Um, not too much, not too much on the amber side, but somewhere in between. The head is somehow still resilient. It's still lining the top of my mug here, and it's just so uncharacteristic of a pilsner. I, I, I fucking don't believe it. If I were to have this poured out of out of a tap, and I'd be looking at it, I would not call pilsner out. I would say more like a golden ale, or mm-hmm. even like mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. like a like a, just like a, a white beer. I'll go with that golden. Yeah, that's a good call out. Yeah, there's a slight hoppiness at the end. It kind of finishes off with a little bit of a resinous taste to it. Uh, it's really dry, but you can have it has that like floral um, taste to it too. I think it lives up to its name. Like think of a California summer barbecues in the backyard and all that. This could totally go down uh, really well. And you could even introduce this to like uh you know your your company that you have over you know if they're new to craft beers this is an excellent way to introduce them hey look there's something better out there than you know what you buy at you know for sale at the grocery store you know uh, just give them eight oh fives and call it craft beer <laughs> keep the good shit to yourself <clears throat> no shit all right at I five, said you could at, I thought you should five point eight ABV I'm completely impressed with excuse me. With a Pilsner. Um, I don't know that I've ever had a Pilsner that comes in at 5.8 before. I've never had a Pilsner that looks this way. I've never had a Pilsner that tastes this way. And if McKellar is telling me that this is a Pilsner, I guess I got to believe it. But this is something more along the lines of like a cream ale to me. Like a golden ale and a cream ale had a baby. It's super sweet. It's very light and refreshing. It's not as effervescent as I would have expected from because it's a Pilsner. Um, but it's quite a fucking experience. This is a lovely beer for summertime. What are you rating this? McKellar's California Dream. Pilsner brewed with ale yeast. I have a solid 8.0 in the Pilsner category. I'm going to go ahead and give this an 8. This is just refreshing, and uh, I think that the Pilsner uh, term kind of carries a negative connotation with it especially within the craft beer community. Uh, but this is this is definitely like a German-style Pilsner. But, of course, McKellar had to take their own spin on it and made it that much better uh, by changing the way it looks, uh, the the notes you get on, on the nose, and, and uh, just the, the wonderful um, mixture of flavors that you get out of it. It's uh, going to be an 8 for me as well. It's going to be an eight for me as well. I'm not big on Pilsners, but this is fucking great. I think it could have used a little bit more maltiness, a little roastiness coming through with the malts, but it's fucking great overall. 
It's light. It's fucking refreshing. The ABV is okay. This color is fucking beautiful. Um, it's going to be an eight for me. One more thing I just wanted to touch on. Uh, for a Pilsner, I, I think the, the amount of hops that they have on this is is just just about perfect. Um, yeah, I think you guys have had the Enter Night from Stone, the, the Metallica collaboration Pilsner. Yeah. That one was great. But for a Pilsner, it was a little hop heavy. I mean, it was to be expected with Stone. But I think uh, Mikella here got this spot on as far as the hop character that goes on it. Definitely. Fashion, as we have for the past few episodes, we're going to dive right into the second beer in the lineup. Okay, we're moving on to Pills Don't Pay the Bills from a Keller Brewing Company. This is dry hopped Pilsner brewed with oats. Uh, there's not much else on this fucking can. Loving the, the fucking ABV? can art as usual. Yeah. Fucking McKellar. This is a 4.4 ABV, which is pretty fucking low, but you're right. This fucking can art. These motherfuckers, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, what the fuck they're on when they're doing all this shit. It's fucking. Every fucking can is fucking different and everything is fucking thematic and it's just it's interesting. Um, I, I kind of feel like what's being what's being uh shown here is a pilsner versus the rest of the brewing com- like brewing community right now. Like nobody's really interested in fucking pilsners right now. Right. You wanna be on the IPA train, you wanna be on the sour train, you wanna be doing something juicy, something hazy. Nobody gives a fuck fuck about pilsners or lagers right now let me stop you right there i i have seen more pilsners on the shelf of late uh what are they uh you know with craft beer retailers uh even local ones uh like i remember fucking if you go five six years back it was hard you were hard pressed to find a pilsner from a fucking craft beer absolutely uh, brewery yeah yeah and i mean they had I, no interest in that style no like if i remember correctly the the most available one was probably lagunitas their pills yeah I mean, to be honest, I never even bothered with it. Neither of I've never had it. Nope. I'm sure it's good, but <laughs> right. you know, you've got other selections of beer that are, are, you know, probably more to your liking. So you kind of just forget about the pilsner. Right. So I feel like that's what they're trying to communicate with this uh with this can art. You got this one little guy and he's just fucking shitting bricks versus this fucking big beefed up built guy in a boxing ring. So I think that's that might be what they're trying to communicate here with that can art. But fuck it, dude. Um, this is a dry hopped Pilsner brewed with oats. So I fucking love a lot of beers that are brewed with oats. It brings some creaminess. It brings some opaqueness and some like unfiltered qualities to the beer styles that we've had with them before. Oh, yeah. And the fact that you're uh, dry hopping a Pilsner, uh, that's that's something new to me. So, you know, leave it again. Uh, we suck, or you guys suck McCullough's dick hard. I did too. <laughs> but leave it to them Guilty. to fucking always be innovating and coming up with some fucking something out of left field that a lot of breweries aren't ready for yet. Absolutely. We've recently had a lot of the dry hop style beers here. Yeah. And it does bring something fucking new to the fucking table. Yeah. Fucking definitely. It, it, it gives you all the fucking hop flavor without any of the stickiness or the resin or the fucking bite. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, uh, there's been craft breweries who've been dry hopping for forever now. Dogfish Head was, uh, uh, what was it? Fucking, um, 
Dogfish Head? Yeah. They 60 were, minute IPA? Yeah. Yeah. They were on dry hopping fucking ages ago before anybody else was doing it. And yeah. it's becoming more commonplace now. Yeah. They yeah. got that 45 minute, the 60 minute. They got the 90, 90 minute. 90 minute. Yeah. They have 180 minute as yeah. well. Oh, I haven't seen that. I, I oh, I haven't tried a, it at least. I believe that's like a fucking $25 four pack. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it out there. I haven't picked it up myself. But yeah, dude, Um, for sure. You know what? We're going to have to fucking uh, feather that in mm-hmm. a dogfish head lineup. I've had plenty of outstanding beers from Dogfish Head. Oh, yeah. They don't Those disappoint. motherfuckers um, are, are just like McKellar, one of the forerunners for innovation in craft beer recipes. So um, definitely a lot of respect out that way. Oh, big time. And, and we'll have to feather that in into a lineup coming soon. Yeah. Besides uh, Dogfish Head's, um, you know, innovation or kind of, you know, like you said, being the forerunner, uh, one of the things I like about them, too, is consistency we talk a lot about consistency uh you guys mentioned it you know uh, there's breweries out there that definitely put their their signature flavor in it like a stamp on every fucking beer and i would say dogfish head is one of those all right fuck it enough about sucking dogfish's head dogfish's head dogfish's head or do you give the dogfish head (laughs) you give the dogfish dick head yeah that's a a knockoff (laughs) (laughs) enough about them let's get back onto mckellar let's fucking pour this pills don't pay the bills all right this has a crazy fucking big head it's fucking nice and fucking fluffy and it's retaining pretty fucking well uh the fucking beer itself i feel like should be a little bit more opaque because of the oats but it's a nice clear yellow yeah i was expecting a little bit more of a of a hazy opaqueness to it right with the oats but it's not really there too much it's neither opaque nor translucent it's somewhere right in between little bit more on the translucent side um you can you can definitely see right through it it's um it's it's a yellow it's a it's a bright yellow and that head is a nice surprise i think that's where the oat is coming in uh it's kind of giving us an indication that we're expecting a little bit more of like a light medium body from this pilsner definitely yeah it's very light and fluffy and it looks creamy yeah the head itself it does um Smelling notes. It smells sweet, very floral. I'm getting that. I'm getting that like dry. I'm getting like a dry rice lager kind of uh, smell to it. Definitely to where it's like a very bright, sharp, dry sweetness. I'm getting a little bit of the dank uh, on the nose, just a little bit, and then um, as Oz and Anthropos mentioned, uh, the head on it is is amazing. And uh, although it does look a little bit more translucent than the California Dream, um, the head definitely makes up for it. All right, fuck it. Let's dive right into it. Let's see what we got. Cheers. 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 Clink. Clink. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving the body on this. It's very very present for a, a pilsner it's definitely medium bodied okay um this is a little bit more of what i would expect out of a pilsner as opposed to the california dream 
this is a bit more loyal to the style i feel um i'm getting i'm getting this like very dry uh a dry herbal um maltiness that's um i think indicative of the style i'm also getting on the mid palette and back back end of the palette i'm getting a bit of hop i'm getting a little bit of that like dry hopped yumminess that's laced somewhere in between or like just kind of draped over the pilsner style flavor profile yeah it's definitely on the back palette um it is a little resinous uh but yeah. i like that yeah it, it's it's they did very a very good job on uh bringing out the hops uh so that it doesn't take over the the pilsner and the hops are just it's it's um <laughs> all i can see is it complements the base beer on this they did an excellent job this has to be the smoothest lightest most hoppy beer I've ever had. Uh, it's a little resinous, but it's just like a velvety resinous. I and I'm gonna attribute that to the fucking oats. It's very creamy to fucking like the texture of it is just very creamy and just silky. Yeah, those resinous. It's not super sticky. It's good. Did an excellent job on this. Yeah, great call on McKellar adding a dry hop to this style. I think that they've successfully imparted a little bit of that hot bite without too much of that fucking bursting juice or too much of that pininess. Uh, there's there's no real fucking tree sap here. It's just a, a, a nod of the cap to the hops that were used to dry hop this overlaced on a Pilsner, on a beautifully crafted Pilsner profile. Good job, McKellar. Fuck yeah. The ABV is kind of low on this, uh, but it's a, about an average beer. Yeah. <clears throat> I uttered off mic that um, the presentation of the flavors in this beer better make up for the lack of AV, ABV. And um, yeah, it's they knew exactly what they were doing with this. The grain used for this, it, it, used for this is, is very present. You could taste all the grain that's been, that's been, you know, uh, using the fucking ingredients for this, but it's it's a flavor that allows you to appreciate exactly how well crafted each of those ingredients have been um, included into this beer. And um, no shit, the fucking dry hop on top of it is a beautiful touch. The oats added into it make it to where neither the oat creaminess nor the dry hop is overtaking the base style beer both of those just end up meeting somewhere in the middle and complementing the fucking base style uh, overall wonderfully crafted by mckeller god damn these motherfuckers they know how to make a beer oh yeah yeah i i do think that a higher abv would have ruined this um just because what i think they were going for was something smooth and delicate and light yeah so adding abv on this would have just completely ruined what the what the fuck they were going for no shit no shit um ready to rate this what do you got man for a pilsner style i'm gonna give this a 7.5 very good it's a great beer abv is okay the fucking the texture in the presentation alone was amazing 
Orgasmatron? I'm going to give this an 8.5. It's an excellent Pilsner. Um, they, You said it. Uh, they draped the hops on there uh, very nicely. Uh, just like the frosting and cherry on top of a well-crafted cake. Um, so, yeah, 8.5. Um, it could improve slightly with having just a little bit more alcohol. But uh, otherwise, it's fucking excellent. Alrighty, for myself, I'm going to give McKellar in the Pilsner category a very respectable 8. This is a Pilsner at 4.4. I couldn't ask more from the ABV. Maybe I'd want it to reach closer to like a 5.0, but I'd have to agree with Ozymandias that um, in increasing the ABV on this would maybe unbalance what they've, ha what they've got going here. Um, the, the addition of the oats and the dry hop makes this to where you have a beautiful, easygoing, sipping, kickback beer, but you can taste how wonderfully crafted and how much love went into this. McKellar's just really fucking flipping beer styles on their head and showing that you could do something a little bit different um, on something that you might feel has been uh like played out a style that has had hundreds of years to present itself any which way and incorporating new methods of brewing into something that's been uh, some might say perfected and adding their own spin to it so a solid eight for me orgasmatron 8.5 correct and i have a 7.5 from ozymandias yep wonderful we're gonna go ahead and open up to some topics Happy 4th of fucking July, guys. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of fucking July. Good shit. Independence Day. Independence America. Day. America. America. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm sure it, it has different meanings to certain people, though. Um, Yeah, to like everybody else who isn't in America, it means nothing to them. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's our Independence Day. So to Canada, I think that that's like... um. Happy day before your independence, I think. Right. right. So, hey, happy Independence Day, Canada, <laughs> today. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a very important milestone. I, I, I believe it's a very important milestone. Um, it marks our independence as a fucking country from a fucking king. Who was oppressing us? Who was taxing us without representation? From a monarchy. From a monarchy. We liberated ourselves from this fucking monarch and created a fucking nation of fucking sovereign individuals. And right, that was the idea. I yeah. <laughs> and I mean, granted, the people at that time maybe were slave owners or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Forgive their flaws. They're fucking hey. human beings. They're fucking victims of their fucking circumstance granted these people were creating a country where all men are created equal but like you can't vote though yeah, you're, you're your own land yeah i'm sorry you you're a woman you're black <laughs> i'm sorry you can't vote but but all men are created equal you know what nobody paid attention to the men part at least on the men uh, feminist movement but to like the men that were different colors that was a little fucked up a little fucked up yeah you couldn't own land to begin with yeah, so yeah good job founding fathers on hypocrisy 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sure, but just because they were flawed, you can't um dismiss the fucking the fucking merit in what they created. Let's not forget that their ideals at the time were pretty radical, and they were in fact very very liberal for the time. God damn, I've never actually put it into that fucking context of these guys were actually a little bit fucking easygoing in that context. I've actually never even fucking framed it that way in my mind. Yeah, I mean, holy you, fuck. You have the constitutional <laughs> right to overthrow your own government. What other country has that fucking that 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 stipulation, that protection that hey, if your fucking government starts going tyrannical, you have the fucking right to perform a military coup and fucking take the head of state out of power right. in the name of democracy. Right. I that's, think that's a fucking beautiful thing. That's where the right to bear arms comes from, yes. from the right to form a militia, right? Correct. Right. This is one of the, or if not the greatest idea in fucking philosophy, it's, it's based around the fucking individual, individual freedom, freedom from fucking group tyranny, Freedom from fucking everything that's fucking oppressing you. You have the right to your own fucking life and livelihood. And hey, guess what? It's fucking 4th of July. Let's fucking bring Black Lives Matters into it. Let's fucking use this for our own fucking social clout. And, uh, you know, everyone in America, it's not freedom for everyone if everyone in America isn't free. Bullshit. You're motherfucking free. You're, you have the liberty to fucking post shit against your government. Go anywhere else, you're going to fucking jail. I mean, at the very least, at the very least, in some other fucking countries, you're going to... And, and and you know what? Not saying this to say that it's right either. Not saying it to say that it's just. Just saying, like, fucking know your God. Like, what is it? Um, uh, Know your fucking privilege. Check your privilege. That's what I'm fucking... That's what I'm trying to say. Check your fucking privilege. It's not saying that this is right. It's just saying, put it into perspective, check your fucking privilege. Any other fucking country, you might go to prison, at the very least, or you just might go missing. Nobody knows where the fuck you went. You went to some fucking torture dungeon on a fucking remote island where you have specialized fucking personnel that are there to just shut you the fuck up. Because that's a thing, too. Yeah. Right? Guantanamo Bay is a fucking thing. Yeah. It's not a it's not a fucking uh a, a, a movie. It sounds like a resort. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Being can go to the resort. Day, bro. You can you can go to the <laughs> resort and you could go fucking um uh what is it? Waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> you could go Guantanamo, fucking waterboarding. waterboarding. What could Guantanamo possibly Bay. go wrong? <laughs> that sounds like fun. I don't know. The connotation between Guantanamo Bay and waterboarding is not really there. What do Sorry. you mean? Waterboarding? Yeah. Coming down for him. Isn't that where you like fucking simulate drowning and like fucking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. But to the average person, what does waterboarding sound like? Sounds like yeah. fun, dude. Yeah, I don't, I, sounds like a summer activity. Yeah. You will do some wakeboarding. No. You do some fucking waterboarding. <laughs> I want to I'm gonna do some fucking parasailing. You know, fuck it. Sounds like fun, dude. It <laughs> sounds like something I would play on the Wii Sports Resort. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your resort. So, dude, let us have this fucking day. Let us fucking <laughs> celebrate our fucking freedom. 
and fucking blow up fucking fireworks with our fucking kids <laughs> and give them these fucking fairy tales of the fucking sovereign individual. Let us have this fucking day without tarnishing the rocket's red glare. Right? Yes. The bombs bursting in air. That's what this is all about. That's this what is it's a nation supposed to remind you of built- what it sounds like when you hear all these fireworks going off. It's supposed to make you think about uh, th- what these soldiers went through for an idea. Exactly. Nothing, nothing was guaranteed. It was an idea at the time. It wasn't even soldiers, dude. It was fucking farmers. Yeah. It was people living in their fucking house that volunteered for the fucking militia to fucking take out a fucking militarized fucking country. With little to no fucking training. And may I add that at the time, this was the fucking greatest army known to earth. They had conquered so much land. And then you have these farmers going up in arms against fucking the most viable fucking threat on earth. And what do you want to do? You want to tarnish it with saying, not everyone in America is free. I get it. I get it. You feel oppressed because your fucking ancestors were enslaved. I get it. You feel oppressed because someone's cracked a fucking black joke in the fucking conference room of the fucking of your fucking office. I get it. You're trying. You're feeling oppressed because a lot of people are being killed off um, uh, unjust, un- unjustly uh, um, and, <laughs> and it's being shared on social media. <laughs> about fucking time to just like say you know i'm on unpopular opinion time like how many other fucking races are experiencing the same thing that your race is but it's not being as fucking broadcasted like how many minorities are being treated the same way but just not being like the media spotlight isn't on it either um it it seems very self-righteous my problem with this is um in in the I guess on the topic of of black people dying by the hands of law enforcement is you know I I get the job that the uh police have, you know, they need to make split second decisions. Sometimes I do feel like they are a little uh trigger happy. You know, whatever the case may be, you know, I'm I'm not 100% against cops. I do think that it needs to be some order in society. Um, but they are not granted, you know, the role of judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> if there's a way to to defuse the situation, by all means, try that. If you're under any kind of, you know, immediate threat, then, you know, deadly force is just, but... After seeing a lot of these videos, you get kind of jaded. What got me about George Floyd is, and what sickened me and kind of, I guess, kind of opened my eyes to this a little bit, was the fact that the cop was very nonchalant about the way he had his knee uh, on his fucking, on his neck for that long and him being subdued. That's kind of what opened up my mind a little bit. I've thought, I haven't had any terrible experiences with cops. That doesn't mean other people haven't. I'm not saying what they did was correct. I'm not saying what that fucking George Floyd video, the impact. I'm not trying to dismiss the impact that that video had mm-hmm. on all of fucking America because I felt it. Watching that fucking video, I couldn't finish that fucking I could, video. 
this is the first time I can actually say I could not finish a video. I couldn't. Dude, I, I couldn't. Like, I was disgusted. I got sick to my stomach. I've watched plenty of fucking death videos. Same. Ra- ranging from fucking freak accident to narcotraficante executions. I couldn't. Same. I'm I not proud of seeing it. I couldn't make it through the fucking George Floyd video. I, I, I couldn't, dude. I've watched all kinds of, like, disgusting videos that fucking most people would be appalled by. Yeah. Yeah. This was just straight fucking, it just, for the first time I can actually say this video made my fucking, my intestines just twist and squirm around. I, I, could, I couldn't fit out. Couldn't yeah, finish it, it was guttural. Yes, it was. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not trying to dismiss that. I realized the impact that it had in American and American eyes, even myself, I was disgusted. But what I'm saying is repeating what Anthropos said, was check your fucking privilege. Yes, this fucking happened, and yes, this happens way too fucking often. And there should be some consequences to that, but don't dismiss the whole idea of fucking sovereignty. Don't fucking fucking dilute yourself back to fucking mob fucking rule. It's fucking nonsense. The point of the Constitution is fucking individual sovereignty, not fucking mob rule. Not, hey, you're racist, fuck it. End his fucking life. That's bullshit. That's complete bullshit. It, we're deconstructing our fucking civilization for what? You can't celebrate a fucking day of independence, of your own fucking freedom, your ability to fucking do what the fuck you want all fucking day, regardless of the fucking cops. It, it is. It is a little bit ironic when you have a day like Fourth of July, uh, plagued by uh, government officials telling you what you can and can't do it's just a little fucking ironic come on dude you're celebrating the fucking independence of your country you're celebrating going against the grain going against the fucking the 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 power that 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 is the powers that be it's a move to make yourself fight for what you believe in and you're gonna fucking sully that by telling me what the fuck I can and can't do, I can't fucking I can't I can't um, launch fireworks that are fucking going into the air and exploding. That seems it seems a little fucking it seems a little ironic and it also seems a little um, petty. Like, dude, you're gonna fucking put a whole police force out so that you could find the thousands of people in LA County that have acquired illegal illegal fucking fireworks you're really gonna do that logistically can you do that have you ever been able to do that i've been living on this fucking planet earth 30 years plus have you ever been able to do that i remember being fucking five years old sitting on the curb uh enjoying uh illegal fireworks that are extremely dangerous with a little neighbor that just happened to have a really cool divorced mom. <laughs> <laughs> was she hot? <laughs> I don't give a fuck, but she got fucking illegal fireworks. <laughs> I remember fucking just popping them off as a five-year-old and thinking, well, fuck. I mean, everybody else is. How the fuck are they going to be able to manage that? Exactly. They're, they're going to be able to get a couple of people, I guess. Is that the best fucking thing you could think of? To have your fucking police force focused on in this day? Yeah, let's forget about all the people that are fucking drinking and driving on that day. Right. Yeah. Fireworks are more important. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) 
Yeah, bigger fish to fry, you know? It seems petty. It seems like it seems like you want to make it look like you're doing something. It look it seems like you have one hand behind your back and you're fucking like performing perfor- performing a magic trick where you're fucking um what is that shit called the technique where like you're distracting your fucking your your um your audience your spectator and you're just moving one fucking hand in front of them but you got your hand behind your back there's something bigger at play that we're not catching because you're you're too busy fucking waving this stupid bullshit in front of our eyes that's what it seems like to me You're talking about Newsom and his fucking ban on fireworks, right? Yeah. He banned yeah. fireworks and resulted in fucking absolutely nothing. Was Good job, buddy. More buying more fireworks than fucking ever. Uh, yeah, dude. I think uh, we might have a fucking, uh, I think the fireworks sales were a record. I think for the, like over the past two decades. Yeah, that's a great way year. to celebrate your freedom is buying Chinese fireworks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, dude, like, drive up their fucking economy I, I while never, I was just fucking suffering. I had never seen so many fucking legal fireworks in one night. Like this is it, it was just awesome. It was just the people basically saying, "Yeah, fuck you and, and your stupid fucking regulations on on these fireworks. We're gonna pop these motherfuckers off." That's fucking great. It is, and your ability to fucking it was do great that to see is what you should be fucking celebrating. Exactly. But no, let's fucking make this about something else. Let's make this about some fucking political issue. How the fuck do you make this about BLM? Like, That's for real. I'm saying. What the fuck? J- just so that you know, you're going to be listening to this a little bit late, but you're be you're going to be able to look back at the chart. Um, look at any sympathy place for any BLM stock because it's going to fucking move Monday, July 6th. Is that correct? Right. Those fucking plays are going to move. I'm sorry. I wish you could like hear this live and you could be in on those plays. But just look at the chart. That's what's going to happen. BLM is moving the fucking market again. Are you fucking serious? How? Off of the piggyback of Independence Day? How? How are you fucking just... How are you fucking repurposing a fucking movement... To like bring back, breathe new life into a fucking dead movement. For real. I said I've said this already. I've said this on the other episodes that we've talked about this movement already. It's dead. It's gone. You missed your fucking opportunity already. It's too fucking late. You had your chance. Now wait for the next one. Don't try to fucking artificially um fucking summon one up out of the fucking grave. This one's done for. You guys have already been fucking peaceful. You guys have already done your peaceful protest. The movement's done. Wait for the next one. Don't don't like unabashedly and unashamedly uh, piggyback off of the next fucking holiday to try to fucking make breathe new life into a dead fucking movement. It's bullshit. Didn't they get what they wanted? They got Black Lives Matter Street on fucking what was it DC? Is that right? Yeah. Wait, what? There's a BLM street now. It's like officially named that BLM Street. Yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't the guy from the from fucking Family Guy? (laughs) Is that what they wanted? (laughs) Didn't the guy from Family Guy fucking step down? The guy voicing Cleveland Brown step down because he 
a black man should be voicing Cleveland Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I read about that too. Didn't you get what you wanted? Is that that's what you wanted, right? The Simpsons have officially taken a stance where no other character of color is going to be played by a white man. Talk about fucking usurping a fucking movement. It wow. wasn't about fucking the representation of black people in fucking media. It was about fucking limiting police fucking power. There was that too. There was this like whole like let's get rid of the cops thing, which I mean defunding defunding the police i mean just you're taking away their livelihood you're removing the fucking I, police i think state. the goal is to demilitarize them okay all right that's cool yeah that's cool i'm with so that. I'm for that i'm with that um i also saw something and and maybe um i, I wasn't in tune with it as much I, maybe i didn't research it enough but i also saw a few things that were really just effectively calling for the end of any kind of police uh at all like any kind of fucking uh like whatever the system that's in place right now is not working you need to fucking uh, disassemble it and then like we need to make something else and shit and i mean all fucking dandy and shit but i mean goddamn yeah what, what are you gonna do the fucking call to action was anarchy right yeah no police fucking state yeah let's create a fucking city where there is no fucking laws Hey, Seattle, the highest fucking rape rate in ever after this fucking takeover. No shit? Yes. Ooh. Let's go to Seattle. What the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I think the best way to so kind of go about raped. this and, and to, <laughs> in, in a sense, show how serious you are about demilitarizing police is by having vigilantes police the police. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck, it's a turtle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's, turtles all it's the way turtles down. All the way down. <laughs> Who watches the Watchmen, bro? This motherfucker legit invoked turtles all the way down. <laughs> Just saying. You let's get got... people who are gonna watch the police, and then let's get other people who are gonna watch the people watching the police, <laughs> and then there you go. People who are gonna watch the people who are watching the watchers of the police. Legit, you could have used any other analogy and any other animal, actually. But you chose turtles. That's it's quite fucking on the nose. It's a little bit on the nose, dude. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's a little crease. It's still good. I don't think he grease. said turtles. I think he said turtles, grease. by the way. No, he said turtles. He said turtles. He said yeah. vigilantes. Vigilantes. He did. I, he I, said also, turtles. I also thought Ninja Turtles, but that's just you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, I must have said turtles. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, where are you getting turtles from? Yeah, I said it's turtles all yeah. the way down. Uh, yeah. yeah, I did say that. Okay, That's my fault. I mean, for sure, Michelangelo would do fucking great in this fucking environment. <laughs> Pizza time, dude. But I think Raphael would do better. <laughs> <laughs> Let us have this fucking day. Let us celebrate our fucking independence from some fucking tyrannical fucking leader and enjoy it. Let our fucking kids enjoy it without being tarnished with some other fucking bullshit that you're fucking living through. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. We, it, uh, you're free. You're absolutely free. You're free to protest. You're free to fucking uh, overturn the government if you want to. But <laughs> what gives you the liberty to do it. that was our fucking, was 4th of it. July. It was fucking July 4th, 1775. Fucking six motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Get that shit through your fucking head. You wouldn't be able to fucking do that if that didn't fucking happen. The 
despite their fucking hypocrisy of the fucking founding fathers and only slaves, they were fucking victims of their fucking times. Yeah. But they had the fucking foresight to see that this wasn't sustainable. They had the foresight to fucking create a fucking constitution that decreed every man equal. And you're over here, eh, I can't fucking eh, do everything white people can do. <laughs> Aren't you the same motherfuckers that launched that commercial that said, anything you can do, I can do better. You're the same guys that did that. That was dude. Nike. Well, it was black people, though. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> like black people with the basketballs and shit. Right. Yeah, because white man can jump. Everybody yeah. knows that. I, I mean, maybe they should have made it a little bit more specific, right? Yeah. Like anything you can do in basketball, I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> anything you can do in um, organist crime, I can do better. <laughs> organist? Organized crime. crime. Okay. I heard organist. Anything heard organist. you can do in porn, I can do better. Oh. Yeah. What else? What else? I'm not contributing to this. No, you're not. No. Okay. <laughs> Dude, BLM, man. You're supposed to be talking about this stuff. Right yeah. Now. I think it's an important movement, but it's been usurped <laughs> by fucking bullshit. <laughs> Just like any other good movement. Yeah. Just like any other good movement. You know, we were talking about fucking Occupy Wall Street. You brought that shit up Jesus last time, man. Christ. Talk about a fucking movement being usurped. It just, like, dude, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to fucking stumble onto a fucking great, um, you know, movement. You're going to get some momentum behind it. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to let it continue? You think they're going to let it continue building momentum and get more support behind it? No. They're going to infiltrate it. They're going to fucking disassemble it. They're going to slap on a fucking new meaning to it. And they're going to get a bunch of people that the original movement didn't have shit to do with so that they can dilute it and so that they can delude you. That's the whole fucking end game. Anyone who's surprised by that hasn't been through this shit once or twice. Your first fucking rodeo. It reminds me of that fucking that meme with um, James Franco. It's um it's taken off of that Netflix movie by the Cohen brothers. It's like a western. He's he's sitting there with the noose around his neck, and it's the second time that they've tried to execute him. So he's looking over at this guy next to him with the noose around his neck, and the guy's freaking out and he's panicking and he's fucking saying his last rites. He looks over at him and he goes, ah, your first time? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great fucking meme template, by the way. It's a great fucking meme template. Your first time? You haven't fucking experienced this before? This is how this shit works. God damn it. Next beer? Nice and pissed off. Time yeah. for another beer. Yeah. yeah. Crack it. Okay, so we got the beer geek. <laughs> I'm following your lead, man. Go ahead. We got the beer geek. <laughs> so we got the beer geek breakfast. Got a man here fucking petting a cat that looks 
unhappy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> From a Keller Brewing Company. <laughs> <laughs> There's a cat here and it looks unhappy. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Yeah. Very picturesque. There's not much else on the fucking can. Uh, anyway. Tell us what we're having, man. All right. Well, we've got the beer geek breakfast uh, by McKellar Brewing San Diego. Okay, let's see. ABV is at a very nice 7.5, uh, higher than the other beers that we had thus far. And I'm hoping for some coffee in this. I'm looking for notes on the can. Stop brewing with coffee. Uh, straightforward. That's what's up, man. Yeah. This is classic. Fucking McKellar has been doing this beer geek for, I'd say, probably a decade now. And I've had many iterations of this. It's always fucking. It's, it, this is a crowd pleaser for dark beer fanatics. Yeah, and then McKellar also does coffee very well. They they Absolutely. are amazing at fucking blending in coffee flavors into their stouts. Fuck yes! All right, let's get with the pour. Let's look at this beer. Let's get some smelling notes. I'm excited. Here we go. Oh man, just look at that build up in the glass. Dude, this fucking beer, I can't see shit through it, man. That's this a, is this is a fucking stout. This and is a stout. This is what you uh picture when you want a stout. It's fucking dark. The the head is like a like a like a khaki color and right. it, it just fucking grips the glass so well. Absolutely. Uh, we have been bereft of stouts for a while now. That's probably mainly due to the weather. I've been trying to keep it a little lighter, but this is a part of the pack that McKellar offers. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's like a San Diego pack or like a Californian pack. If you go on McKellar website and you place an order for a bundle, you're going to be able to find uh, it's a bundle with Beer Geek. Cali Dream, Pills Don't Pay the Bills, and California? the Raspberry California. Blush. Um, yeah. California. Why you said that already? I'm sorry. Yeah, some <laughs> shit. Some shit. It's like California Pack, San Diego Pack. Yeah. You're going to be able to find this. I urge you, please, if you fucking love what McKellar does, if you love craft beer, get on that fucking website, order yourself a fucking 24-pack bundle. You're going to get a fucking great... You're going to get a great selection of craft beer for a wonderful fucking price. And uh, to top that uh, pack off, we have the Beer Geek. We have the breakfast from McKellar. So again, they've done many iterations of this over the years. And I feel like this is a recipe that they, they've perfected, really. This is a staple in the McKellar lineup. And uh, let, let's get some, let's yeah. get some smelling notes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That toasted grain smells amazing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a little booziness from the smell. Just a tad bit, yeah. Uh, a little roastiness, a little coffee notes, but a little too much booze. Okay. Just from my preference, from the smell. I no, on the nose, we haven't tasted it. On the nose, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it is a little boozy on the nose, but um, 
Vegas, we won't find out until we taste it. Yeah. No shit. The beer looks great. It, it it really is opaque as a motherfucker. This thing is a fucking Schwarz Brown, a dark brown, black brown. Um, fucking hell. The weight that it's carrying. This is a medium to heavy body beer, and this is not a bourbon barrel aged beer. It's it you know hasn't been aged. It hasn't sat in a barrel. This is just an imperial stout brought to you by McKellar. A finely crafted one Fuck by yes. the looks of it. Well, let's, let's fucking see what we find got out. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Salute. Clink. Ain't that a nice reminder of what you fucking really like? Yeah, dude. This is no bullshit. Motherfuck. These malts are front and center. They're toasted to like caramelized perfection. All right. There's a substantial amount of hops uh, counteracting and leveraging the, the very deep roasty notes brought forth by the malt. There's a, a definitive hot bite to this. Yeah. Uh, although it is contrasted very well uh, by the toffee notes that I'm getting off of this. Delicious. Amazing. I'm getting a lot of coffee. Yes. A lot of roast. Yes. Um, a little bit of a chocolatey flavor. Very muted, but it's there. I'd say like a dark chocolate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a bitter fucking 99% like baker's, cacao. Mm-hmm. Baker's semi-sweet type mm-hmm. of chocolate. Mm-hmm. A little boozy. Little, It finishes off a little boozy. Uh, yeah. Almost like rubbing alcohol boozy, though. For mm-hmm. sure. A little bit. It's not on the palate quite as much as it was on the nose. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah. This this definitely feels like a stout that just fucking like that that was just set out on the wild. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like this gives us a good contrast to what a beautifully crafted aged stout does. Right. That that edge that you're that you're noticing that like boozy, um, very fucking bright. Uh, spirit is is edged off once you uh age these and since we haven't had an opportunity to age this that that does seem in line with what's uh, brewed here yeah the the fucking coffee roastiness is just enough it's not overbearing it's not dominating the flow, flavor profile i feel like everything is working really well that toasted grain works well with the roast um the booze is there and and it really does kind of kick you in the nose um i i'd love to see this as a barrel age version i'm wondering if they have a barrel age version of this as well yeah i definitely like to see this as a barrel age version virgin um <clears throat> Ooh, barrel age virgin <laughs> barrel age version Fuck yeah i'm all for that <laughs> untapped <laughs> <laughs> let me tap that ass i see what Keller. you did there let me let me tap that ass, McKellar. First time barrel used virgin of this McKellar fucking breakfast stout. Um, it's boozy. It's a little sweet, and it's rounding off pretty nice at the end. I just can't. I can't get past that like very aromatic booziness that's coming through. Okay. Yeah, I get you. Uh, so what? One thing about this is. Um, I feel that aging it in bourbon barrels 
would really round out that booziness so it wouldn't be so sharp. Um, otherwise, excellent fucking beer. And uh, my hat's off to McKellar once again. You guys have done uh, a fine job of crafting um, a stout with coffee complementing um, the roasted malt. It's just very well crafted. What's the ABV on this? This is a 7.5 ABV. Okay. Seems in line, right? It yeah. seems in line with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just, again, I can't get past that booziness, and I don't know if that was intentional or if this is just a bad batch. Because I, we've had several stouts, and we've had several McKellar beers to make a judgment call on this. And McKellar usually doesn't do this, even with their high ABV, ABV beer. They do very well at masking the ABV. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think this might be a bad batch. Maybe it's just me. Frankly, I think that maybe what we have here is just a fresh canning of an imperial stout. I agree. Um, I, I feel like this um, this sharp spirit that we're experiencing is very, very attributable to a, uh, an imperial stout that's supposed to be big front and center on the ABV, and um, it just hasn't had a lot of time to settle. So I, I think that that's pretty fucking on par with what i was expecting out of something that was shipped to my front door you know just something that's that that you order you fucking click and then here you go here you have it this is what we're experiencing as opposed to a lot of the other imperial style flavors that we've experienced where it's had some time to sit down and mellow out and get some fucking you know get some wood get some more character off of it i think that this does pretty well at, at at being uh you know an example of an imperial stout freshly brewed freshly canned i i think um what what lends to it a little bit is the fact that it was grouped with you know pilsner beers which are meant to be drank fresh so it, it is the oddball it is definitely the black sheep no pun intended um i i think you know you let this uh settle for a bit you let uh, all the flavors round out, especially the booze. That that kick needs to be rounded off a little bit. So I think um, had they waited maybe a couple months to release release this, um, not alongside Pilsners, this would definitely get a higher rating from me. So I'll give you guys the benefit of the doubt, saying that this is a freshly canned Imperial Stout. But what I'm looking for in a stout is more creaminess, more roastiness. Uh, more chocolate coming from it and this is very light body for its style it almost wants it really to feel is. like a port yeah for sure despite the fucking dark it's, it's fucking right on the border yeah. yeah so i i see what they're doing i see what they're going for but for a stout category i want it a little more dense and as far is, as mouthfeel goes yeah yeah i i agree on that the roastiness is there for me i don't think if they could have left the roses the same um, I just think letting it sit a little bit longer would do this beer wonders. Yeah, quite. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm also getting like um, a bit of like a syrupiness, sweet, like a syrupy sweetness to this. And I think that's incredible that they've been able to impart that sweetness to such a, a roast heavy, bitter beer without having that whole fucking barrel aged process behind it. Yeah. Um, they've definitely done um, their uh, fair share to try to compensate 
for exactly how much roast bite hop backbone is in here but of course it just it really does come out to it does come down to letting this settle out and really kind of meld together as a beer style it's a wonderful imperial style it could do better if it's barrel aged that's my take on this i concur uh ratings Let's do a damn thing. Go for it, brother. What you got? Orgasmatron. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this style an 8.5. It nice. hits a, a lot of marks for me. Um, but the improvements, um, barrel aging for one, I think we obviously all agree on that, would uh, help to mellow out some of these uh, sharp uh, spirit type of, of um, nuances that we're getting. Um, it would really mellow it out. Uh, for roastiness, um, it's good for me. I do wish it had a little bit more on the body, though. It, uh, I, a little bit more weight would be nice on this. Um, but otherwise, 8.5. McKellar, if you're listening, and I hope you are, uh, some barrel aging would do this beer wonders. And, um, you know, maybe a, a little bit more more grain on there. Not, not so much more roastiness, but a little bit more grain on there would really give this uh, a delicious imperial stout feel to it. I'm going to have to do a little bit more homework because my money is on. They do have an aged version of this. I I would be willing to bet my bottom dollar to say that they have a, a, a bourbon barrel aged imperial version of this, but um, I haven't found it yet. I'm going to have to do a little bit more homework because this is great, but it can be greater. Ozymandias, do you got a rating on this? I'm gonna mirror your your last thought here was which is it's great, but it could be greater. Uh as far as the stout category, I'm gonna give this a seven point five. Okay. And bump that up to an eight because of nice. the Imperial Stout. Okay. Hey, there you go. Uh it's freshly brewed. I'm giving McKellar the benefit of the doubt here. I see what they're going for, I see what they're what they're doing, and they haven't fucking failed this far. So it's an eight for me. I think part of it is that they've set such a high bar for themselves. So you've you've grown to um, you've grown accustomed to having this really high standard for McKellar, and um, I don't think any of us any of us are knocking this beer by by any means, um, but there are improvements to be made. And McKellar, if you can make a barrel aged uh, version of this, if you haven't already, <clears throat> we are all for it. Yeah, I feel like we've mentioned this on here before, where brewing companies overreach. It's like they have a very specific style that they do and they do well and they should just kind of stick to it. But McKellar does everything well. Right. They do. Which is <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Yeah. Fuck and yeah. I, I don't feel like they're overreaching here. They just, they're they're missing a little bit of time here. That's it needs what a little bit of fine tuning. Yeah. That's all it really needs. But it's still a great fucking beer. All that's fair. I'm going to give these motherfuckers an eight as well. Just a solid fucking flat eight. Uh, Everything that's in here is indicative of a wonderful offering if it were to be included with a barrel aging. If, it, if this was just allowed to settle a little bit out and mellow out and those edges were rounded out, this would be a fucking wonderful beer. McKellar has done this shit forever. And I also know that they have a Roush um, iteration of this beer. They have a smoked version of the Beer oh. Geek. And I've had that. I think I might have it in the reserves. We're not busting it out today. 
but I think I have a Roush version of this in the reserves, a smoked version of this style from 2015. So if you're doing a smoked version then, then an eight is wonderful for you now. If you, if I had the fucking smoked version of this, that could easily be an 8.59. If I had a smoked barrel aged version of this, that could easily be a 9.5 or a 10. Without question. For the for the offering that I have in front of me right now, I think you've done a great job at balancing out that dark roast with that fucking strong hop malt. I'm sorry, strong hop bite backbone. Uh, eight point for me. Yeah, some smoke would definitely perk this up a bit. Eight for me. Eight and a, eight point five. Eight for me. Eight for you. Nice, dude. Fuck yeah. Kanye West. No. Kanye West. No one man should have all that power. <laughs> Except for Kanye West. Except for Kanye West. <laughs> you know, he's religious now. Is he? Jesus is king. Really? Hey, what the fuck? There's somebody that's better than Kanye West? He's running sermons. That's incredible. Up in the fucking hills of West Hollywood. Dude, if he's able to put somebody before himself, only that's Jesus. progress. Only Jesus. That, well, only God yeah. can judge you, dude. Exactly. So, yeah. That's progress. Right? Yeah, hell so He's yeah. taking a fucking page out of Tupac's book. All right, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Ow. Oh, we doing a Kanye versus Tupac discussion here? Because... <laughs> nah, that'd be a waste of time. There's no comparison. Yeah, there Tupac didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah. So he's running for president. Okay. United States of America. Clown. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. And he's got my vote because it, if it's between him, Biden, or Kanye, it's Kanye all the way fucking way. Sorry. I'm sorry. Him, Biden, and Kanye. Trump, Bi- him, Bri- Trump Bi- Biden, and Kanye. Kanye. That's what I meant. Ryden? Raiden. You mean Raiden? Yeah. Raiden? No. No, who mentioned Raiden, dude? What the fuck is Raiden? Gavitron said I mentioned Raiden. Like, it's still a friend we get on the Riden? ballot, but you can write him in. Oh, you can write him. Or you can write him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because okay. I thought you were going, like, for the guy from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yeah. The lightning yeah. guy? Yeah, the yeah. fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, Raiden's the guy that's running for the Democratic Party. Raiden? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Raiden. Joe Ryden. Joe Ryden. And he sounds like that. I wish. He's going to take our, our fucking AR 14s away. Uh, <laughs> our fucking AR 14. <laughs> Good luck. They don't even exist. Hey, dude, go for it. Go for it. Dude, he's going to be successful in his campaign, yeah. right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't that the whole he's point? Yeah, he would have to the finger. <laughs> That's <laughs> the whole fucking point. <laughs> he's going to be like, all I'm saying is, are there any AR-14s <laughs> that fucking left in the nation? No. <laughs> Successful campaign, dude. Hell Good yeah. Shit. I-, I see what he's playing at. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> How could you argue with that, right? You can't argue with that. Yeah, you know, hey, there's not a single AR-14 in the country. <laughs> Watch some motherfucker create an AR-14 just to fucking <laughs> fuck with this motherfucker here. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mind blown. Fucking Smith & Wesson 
AR-14. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I think he's on to something here, though. Would that? What the fuck would that be? Would that be like a sub assault rifle? <laughs> <laughs> it's 6.76 millimeter ammunition. Not 7.76. <laughs> Dude, this would be like a, like a, what do you call it? It's not assault. It would be like a, a battery rifle, you know? It, it's, it's just a tad under assault, you know? A tad bit under assault. Just a little bit. <laughs> It's not assault. It's battery. It's battery. So it'd be like a BR rifle from Halo. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. How much you? Yeah, it'd be like he, He's on to something. But fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, maybe, he wants to fucking instill Halo in everyone's fucking... Maybe he's hustle. a little bit ahead of his time, actually. Now or that I think of it. Behind. He's out actually, of his fucking Halo was like early yeah. 2000s. No shit. He's out of his fucking gourd, dude. Yeah. He's absolutely yeah. out of his fucking gourd. Big time. That's the whole fucking point. The whole point is... Hey, freaking. you had your fucking 15 minutes of fame being VP, dude. Just, just let it go, man. Yo, he did was let sit back and fucking smile. And yeah, all he was fucking smile and, you know... Fucking building a shit and fucking, fucking suck Obama's fucking dick and that was it. <laughs> I but, mean, sorry. Yeah. Go, no, go ahead. A- anyway, you were saying Kanye West. Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, he's yeah. legit that, ready for that's president. Where I, that's where he I was has, going. He with says it. he is, and he has my vote just on him saying he is. Well, I is, mean, I mean, it's kind of a given when you have fucking Biden and Trump, though. Exactly. Can you but, only can you only vote for him if you have Yeezys? <laughs> I think he promised Yeezys to the entire nation. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. Yeah. My vote. <laughs> Sponsorship by Adidas fuck. for United States. It's not a twelve hundred dollar check anymore. It's a fucking box <laughs> of Yeezys for you. Gold plated Yeezys. <laughs> hey man, all I'm saying is that those look like some comfortable ass work shoes. <laughs> some some gold plated work shoes for sure. Fuck yeah! <laughs> fucking they say POTUS on the tongue and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, ain't no motherfucking president before got got a, a line of of um uh designer shoes. Yeah, yeah. dude. I That's mean, never imagine, happened. Imagine these fucking sneaks in every closet in America, dude. That's a beautiful fucking thing. <laughs> Why does sneaks sound like a fucking racial slur? A sneak? Yeah. Imagine sneaks, sneaks in every closet of America. For sure, to me, a sneak is wearing a turban. That mother- <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I've never heard this term before for a turban. A sneak? Yeah. I've never heard that. that no, that's a- what it sounds like, though. Oh. He, he got a beard and he has a turban. He's, and he's got sneaks, too. He's a sneak. <laughs> Be wary of this person. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking jump onto your plane without you noticing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's a sneak bro <laughs> so what do you think uh united states under kanye would look like just just based off of like what you know about him um let's see a lib a little bit more liberal considering the first lady will be miss fucking kim kardashian no shit, we dude. all know yeah. Likes to suck black dick and loves the interracial <laughs> thing. So, hey, I'm hoping we, she would free the nipple. We we all know that Kim Kardashian is a nigger lover. She right? broke the internet, <laughs> which is why she didn't last with that one fucking was he a basketball football player? That one white guy. She was with with it for like 
a matter of days or some bullshit. I don't fucking know. Yeah, is that like one of her sisters? I, I don't know. Dude, I don't she, know like, she didn't like she didn't like that white dick, dude. She went back to the black. Oh, there's like a bunch of sisters that are dating black people. I don't right. Know. Right. Like, yeah. 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 I'm with for the it. older one. I'm with except, it. Except Interracial mingling and all that. Yeah. I'm with it. Fuck it. Let's fucking do it all the way. Let's fucking get Kanye up there. He has fucking Candace Owens behind his fucking back doing the Republican thing and fucking Kim Kardashian doing the Democratic thing. He's, if anything, fucking neutral. And he's fucking going to be beneficial for the fucking country more than Trump has been, more than Obama has been, more than fucking George W has been. Yeah. Because all fucking Obama did was fucking create camps that Trump's being accused for. Get the fuck out of here. Nice. This is the next bandwagon that we're hitching our shit to. Fuck yeah. Honey <laughs> <laughs> right, motherfucking West. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I will say one thing though, with Kim Kardashian as first lady, uh, I'm sure she would have some kind of influence on him to where um he could forgive uh drug charges. Exactly. Especially, especially marijuana related charges. Because you you're thinking, you know, uh fucking you got marijuana legal and fucking more states than i can name because i don't know that many states i just know california you're too high to name that many states. i'm too high to name that many states california colorado though totally fucking fucking 420 friendly that's what's up yeah that's what's up you know colorado but all i'm saying is you know like this is legal now so why the fuck are people still serving sentences for this you know I i think she would do something about that honestly i think she could do anything about anything really yeah. Like all you got to do is like like put some oil Whip on that out. ass. Just put some oil on that Whip ass. Put it out, let her fucking that, paint you. Up. And and then everybody's going to be all over that shit like Vanity Fair cover uh 2017 or whatever whenever the fuck that happened. Dick fool. Everybody's going to be yeah, dick fool. She's going to go she's going to go from fucking breaking the internet to fucking breaking the elections, dude. There you go. Fuck fucking dark horse dude come out of nowhere. Fuck yeah, I'm with that. it, dude. I'm with it. Um this motherfucker is the one that brought fucking Candace, Candace always onto Candace, Candace, Candace always Owens onto the fucking scene, and she's all about fucking sovereignty, personal she's fucking sovereignty. She's about fucking dude. Hey, stop. say no more. She's all about stop. fucking. Stop <laughs> down. She got my vote, dude. She's all about like what the fuck, black people. What the fuck has a democratic state done to you other than fucking enslave you and fucking make you dependent on the fucking welfare system? They've done nothing but fucking em- giving you nothing but empty fucking promises. At the same time, most members of the KKK vote Democratic. Shut the fuck up, yeah. really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, in the, in the 60s and 70s when the KKK kind of flourished, uh, they were mostly Democratic. Okay, well, I mean, we're, we're talking about fucking right? it's five, flip-flop. It's flip-flop. Like, we're, we're talking about five decades over ago. Decades. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about five decades ago. I know. Yeah, but I'm I mean, saying it has its roots in, in I fucking would, the Democratic Fucking party. Abraham Lincoln was Republican, dude. No he shit. He freed the fucking yeah. slaves. Yeah. Um, I would wager that that's changed since then. I would oh, yeah. certainly wager that. It, it, it has. But anyway, if I can be real, uh, a lot of people will say that if you're voting for a third party, Green Party, Libertarian, etc., you're throwing your vote away. I think, if anything, if you're going based off of the electoral vote, your vote doesn't really matter that much. You know, a pres uh, a presidential candidate can win the popular vote and still lose by the electoral college. Al Gore, 
Exactly. <laughs> exactly. This was what fucking what twenty years ago? Yeah, twenty years ago. Almost twenty years ago. Coming yep. up on twenty years. Damn, that's some shit, dude. Yeah, dude. Hey, twenty years has fucking flown by like a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, either way, uh, I'm old enough to remember. I'm fucking old enough to remember that fucking that 2000 election. All the fucking. Was- I remember the fireworks going off because this yeah. one fucking won the election. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Uh, something a little bit similar happened for this last election too, right? Yeah. To yeah. where the electoral vote and the uh, and the um, what's the other one? The, the the popular vote. The popular vote. Yeah. Weren't really lined up with each other. No. Yeah. No shit. But it was, I, I would say, um, egregiously so more showcased in the two th- in the year two thousand elections. Yeah. Sure. It was just a fucking. I mean, honestly, it should have been a wake-up call for everybody because you have this fucking recount happening. And then, oh, look, this recount uh, happens to be exclusive to the state of Florida where fucking W's fucking brother happens to be governor. So you have this fucking a recount, a quote-unquote recount happen. And this is what decides the whole election. So I think it's a little fishy that fucking W's brother was fucking governor of Florida when this uh, recount happened. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, where else would you fucking place the fucking the election other than some fucking nepotism, right? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, uh, th- this could have happened in the other four United States, but no, it just happened to, you know, uh, manifest in Florida. Am am I the only one that remembers um, a bunch of reports coming out on the news from like dug up mail in voting too? Yeah, like dude. They, they just had like a bunch of buried mail in ballots too. There's like so much All corruption sudden, that goes into this whole fucking system. Hey, this was a fucking shit show. I was young, but I'm old enough to remember the fucking everything that went down and how long of a fucking process it was this was fucking dragged out they were celebrating this motherfucker oh yeah they were celebrating him because he won yeah but fucking nay you know what you can always fucking pull it right back you can always rein it back in and everybody else has to fucking applaud and accept the fact that this is the way that things really happened i remember all of those news reports where they were fucking like finding a bunch of buried fucking ballots just like legit, like not even fucking, like we're still fucking burying things. It's the fucking year 2000 and we're burying things underneath dirt. That's the best plan you could come up with. Yeah. No Fuck. one fucking bothered to question the um, the viability of this. Oh, look, we just look, look at all these votes. We didn't count. Oh, my. This is really going to shift the election. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's really the whole fucking thing that came out of that. And we had oh, this whole well, that's fucking unfortunate. circus. We had this whole fucking circus sent around, centered around some fucking courtroom that ultimately decided this. It's the illusion of freedom. This is what we've been given in our fucking lifetime. Not only the illusion, but the fucking disillusionment of freedom. It's smoke and mirrors. And, but here's the thing though. Along with the smoke and mirrors, you have ingrained this idea in people and um 
All you really need is an idea. So if you're given this promise of freedom and you're not given this freedom that you were promised, eventually you will work to fucking make it become a reality. I think all the that the 2000 election did was instill fucking distrust in our government. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. then we, fucking like less than a year later, you had September 11, 2001, which brought people together. But eventually what happened, the aftermath was an even greater distrust in the government. Right. All the fallout from that was... um inside job right yeah he has fucking that documentary was called (laughs) loose change there you go and 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 other points of view that fucking really made people question whether this was all planned out for the beginning it's all a fucking game the fucking table is tilted folks nobody seems to notice nobody seems to care it's Mm -hmm. all rigged dude it's all fucking rigged they're gonna they're gonna get whatever they fucking want by any measure that they fucking want to it's going to happen no matter what the fuck you want. Tinfoil hat time. <laughs> Tinfoil hat time, okay. yes. <laughs> so, um... The, you, uh, you bring in 9-11, that's an automatic tinfoil automatic. hat time. Dude, I shouldn't even have to fucking utter these words. <laughs> we saw the fucking wizard behind the fucking curtain and realized it's just a fucking man. <laughs> it's like it's the just wizard a guy. of Oz all it's over again. It's just a fucking guy. Just it's fucking just a guy. Puppeteering this motherfucking thing. And this fucking thing we call fucking freedom. This illusion we fucking call freedom in this fucking country. And we were all... Just allowed to see it play out in fucking public, and we did nothing about it because the next news cycle was fucking nine eleven. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. were too caught up. It was in, all fucking the next God bless cycle. America. It was all fucking united. We stand, divided. We fall. Yeah. Wonderful job. Wonderful job by yeah. the fucking Wizard of Oz. It made everybody exactly. feel great. It made everybody feel warm inside and be like, you know what? We're all in this together. The fucking wonderful wizard nowadays. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. Fuck Good yeah. job, brother. Yeah. You did a fucking hell of a job. Oh shit. Um fucking Patriot Act. Good job, fucking Mr. Wizard. The wonderful Wizard of Oz. Taking a little bit of our fucking freedom away for a sense of security. <laughs> Good job, brother. You did a hell of a job. It worked. You fucking held one how to hand out. In front of everybody, and you had one hand behind your back. There's something else happening right now. We had a road paved in fucking gold all the way to the fucking tower. The yellow brick road, brother. And it was fucking taken away from us through the fucking Patriot Act, through fucking getting away from the fucking gold standard. Oh, dude, it was fucking oil through fucking poppy fields through fucking under your feet. They just fucking swept it right under our fucking feet. Yeah. We were standing on solid fucking ground, and now we're all just fucking floating and waiting to fucking fall and eat shit. Here's something Here's something interesting. Um, Didn't the dot-com bubble the seem to burst around that time? Yeah. If, uh, I, hmm. if you That's and I weird. remember correctly, uh, the dot-com bubble really happened under fucking... Uh, Clinton's um, tenure in office. Oh, that that's when that's when it was fucking. That's when it was fucking growing and booming. Yeah, I I don't want to really credit him with it as such because again the private sector came through and fucking 
Yeah, and, him and, getting a blowjob had nothing to do with the. No, fuck no. <laughs> fuck had nothing no. to do with it. Yeah. That, but, but because that saw, somehow led to fucking Amazon being fucking the global e-commerce leader, you know? I stateside. No, no, no. What happened was PayPal came into the fucking picture. There is a viable fucking competition against MasterCard, against Visa, against people leveraging your fucking life against you. And PayPal came into the picture. They're like, fuck it. Let's blow this shit up. Let's fuck all this bullshit up. PayPal's not a fucking thing. Fuck that. People can't fucking exchange goods and services on their own fucking merit. They can't create another fucking monetary system called fucking PayPal. They no. can't digitize money. Let's put somebody in the middle of it and let's make it um profitable exactly yeah nice nice you know what uh, uh, of all the fucking um of all the grief that elon musk gets of all the fucking shit talk that he gets this motherfucker has been on the forefront of a bunch of just definitive moments in our history yep you, dude, this, uh, if you guys don't know, if, if the listeners, um, you know, fucking hearing in right now are not aware, this guy fucking is PayPal. The same Elon Musk that made flamethrowers and electric vehicles and space travel commercially viable is the same guy that initiated internet transactions. Right. Facilitate. He liberated us from the fucking Federal Reserve is what he fucking did. Really? Yeah. He allowed us to exchange goods and services online on a fucking digital fucking currency, which every other fucking country on the fucking planet has already fucking established. It's not no longer a fucking currency based on credit, which we were t- discussing last week. Right. It's actual fucking money, goods and fucking services. But nope. Nope, nope, nope. This can't fucking happen. Let's get Visa involved. Let's get MasterCard involved. Because what are they generating per year? Billions per transaction. It just being, being it, a little modest there. It, yeah. it just it just might seem that they might have a little bit dipping into the pockets as well. Their their Ooh. cup runneth over. That's their an cup, element you didn't fucking count on. Their their cup runneth over, and it just so happens that it spills into the fucking, um, let's call it the fucking, uh, campaign ads. Let's call it into legislation. You know, let let let's talk about these things, the things that actually dictate our fucking economic future and our stronghold in our economic future. You got some players that are fucking involved in that? Hey, there's a competitor. Isn't that what capitalism is all about? Competition? Competition. Yep. And 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 like the survival and inevitable dominance until it's toppled over by a better system? Yep. That's what this is all about, right? Bullshit motherfucker. They're going to be able to dictate the fucking swing and sway of this market and every other viable member in it until the fucking day that we die. If you believe otherwise, you are fucking smoking some good shit, motherfucker. Pass yes, it. I am. 
Pass that shit, yes, motherfucker. I am. Would you like some? Pass that shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the fucking war. And we're all too fucking blind and arrogant to fucking see what the fuck is going on. <laughs> we think that fucking chanting Black Lives Matter is going to change the fucking world. When we're all too fucking blind to see that we're indebted to a fucking system for our entire fucking lives. We're fucking slaves. That's all we fucking are. We're fucking dollars on a fucking graph to them. Your fucking livelihood is being traded on 4X. Your livelihood is being traded on a fucking monetary basis globally. Your worth is actually fucking quantified. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, precise. When you're no longer seen as a person. Cent. To an exchange rate. <laughs> Where you're no longer seen as a person, but a value. Um, you're part of an equation now. You're not just a fucking a person. Uh, your purpose no longer serves you. Your how much can I squeeze out of this person? Yeah. Let's, how much productivity? How much money can I make off of this one unit? Let's wring some blood from some stones. Let's wring out every last drop of blood from a stone. Move on to the next beer. Well, yeah. I'm pissed off. Yeah, yeah, because this is getting a little nihilistic here. <laughs> Alrighty, so fourth beer in the lineup. We have something a little different. Obviously, we featured McKellar throughout this whole lineup. I don't have anything to feature from McKellar um, that's a bomb, but we do have something from a brewing company that I haven't had. I don't know if you guys have had anything from these guys. It's King Harbor Brewing Company. Nope. Never Not heard at all. Never nope. heard of them myself. But it says handcrafted on the California coast. These motherfuckers are West Coast like a motherfucker. And the offering that we have from them is going to be the King Swirly the Fourth. It's a bourbon barrel aged dark ale brewed with cacao nibs, vanilla beans, cold brew coffee, and lactose. You've got my fucking attention now. Hell yes. I thought that this would be a wonderful addition to our lineup today because of the fact that we're ending the McKellar lineup with a coffee stout. So we have something from King Harbor that's featuring a beautifully dark roast coffee flavored body. And let's see what they have here on the label. It says, this year, King Swirly decided to spend a few months getting weird in the barrels before he came out to party. This means he missed the anniversary, but we won't hold it against him. Like all beers, it's entirely up to them when they're ready. King Swirly popped his head out of a barrel, checked the surf forecast, saw that we didn't have a swell on the horizon, and decided he'd rather sleep through the summer or the spring than deal with another flat spell. So summer is here, and the souths are starting to show up along with warm water. King Swirly is done hibernating. Let's party. Long sleep here. It's kind of <laughs> windy. Damn, all right. <laughs> so I, I will say right off the bat, um, it does look a little ambitious, them uh, fucking putting a wax seal on the bottle. 
I don't know. It just it seems like they're setting really high standards for themselves by doing that. Absolutely. It it looks like something highly indicative of 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 something that a brewing company is proud of. Like Maker's Mark with a red wax seal? Sure. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It kind of brings a little devaluation to the market when you put it in that sense. But I feel like in the craft beer community, that's never really underdone. Whenever you have a motherfucking brewing company put out a bottle with some wax seal on it, I've, I've hardly ever been disappointed. I've never had anything from King Harbor. I've never heard of them. But if they got a fucking bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Dark Ale, I'm a bit curious. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, I, I will say, I mean, there's only one way to find out. Absolutely. <laughs> let's fucking pop this motherfucker and let's fucking get with the poor. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, we got the fucking bomb poured out, and it's about time to get some smelling notes off of this motherfucker. Let's see what we got here on the nose. God damn, holy fuck. I get vanilla right up front. <laughs> fucking vanilla I, front and center. I get everything right up front, dude. This thing is a fucking punch to the nostril. It, it's just, it, it's awakening all the senses right here. Before I could even take it like a, a good whiff, uh, everything Jesus is just Christ. fucking comes up all at once very ambitious okay so I, i'm getting, getting coffee all I, right go ahead I'm, I'm getting some i'm getting some rich sweetness from a very very stiff dark barrel aged malt character i'm getting a little bit of like a black licorice there's like a spicy uh bright sharp note that's uh kind of rearing its head out of the beer and it makes me feel like i should expect it on the on the palate as well is there any molasses in this because i get molasses too not that i mentioned on the label we have cacao nibs vanilla beans coffee cold brew coffee and lactose okay and uh i'm really glad that we saved this for the last beer because <laughs> well, i would say so you're gonna be able to make it home right i should be able to <laughs> okay good he might shit himself on the way there, but he'll... Uh, that's his fucking problem. This is my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing smells big. It really... It's it, just off of the nose. It seems like it is absolutely... It, it, you know, it absolutely justifies the presentation that we have here. King Swirly the Fourth comes with a bottle that has like gold lacing around it. It has that beautiful bl blue wax seal on it. And it, it's just kind of propping this up to be a beautiful fucking bomb. I think that this is a great follow-up to a, a Imperial Stout. And um, god damn, I just can't wait to fucking get into this. Same. Let's see what we got here. Fucking hell. Let's see what we got, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Fourth beer in the lineup. King Swirly. Now, if that isn't a fucking bourbon barrel-aged beer. Oh, where, where do we start with this, man? Oh, dude, this is so well-rounded. Is this aged at all? I do know that it is aged. 
Um, I don't know exactly how much it is aged, but let me get a year from you here. Let's see if anywhere on the bottle it tells us how long this has been waiting for us to taste it. Because this is well rounded. I'm I'm getting some of the some of the spirit on this. Uh I get a little bit woody, but I also get some very nice um whiskey type undertones from this. Well fuck, I can't see anywhere on the label that tells me how long this has been aging. But if I were to put a number on this, I would say that this has been aging anywhere between two years, I would say. I would put it anywhere between three to five years on its on its aging process right now. Hey, fucking hats <laughs> off to fucking Captain Crunch for recommending this. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, um, I, you know, or General Crunch. We promoted him, right? We promoted him. Yeah, yeah. he's General Crunch now. All right. <laughs> well, this is the thing is, um, uh, us over here at Wasted Content recommended him pick this up oh, in the first place. We we found it first, and we were um, a bit excited about what could be held in this bottle and the price point of it as well. I believe that we came up on this at like a $16 price point for this bottle, which for a bomb that's barrel-aged is very reasonable. But it sounded so fucking decadent that we had to recommend it to him, and he just so happened to have it a little bit sooner than we did. Okay, Which, Christopher Columbus fucking taking credit for someone else's <laughs> discovery. All right. It, 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 doesn't wow. come, it doesn't come as a surprise. That <laughs> motherfucker can't age a beer for fucking if his life was. No, dude, on this it. motherfucker buys it and drinks it on the way home. Right. I respect fucking it. Fucking bottles empty before the way <laughs> <laughs> <He laughs> Bottles empty before he makes it home. He drinks it on the way home. No shit. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so this guy, you know, he just told me um, a few, uh, fuck, probably a few months back already. Dude, that King Swirly is legit. So I've been looking forward to this. Um, uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy to feature this in this lineup. We just did a Michaela lineup that ended in an Imperial Stout, and this isn't exactly an Imperial Stout, but it's a Tastes it's like a one. certainly certainly everything that an Imperial barrel aged stout it actually be. behaves like one. Yeah. So I, you know, if, if we're gonna fucking have to categorize this. Um, I'm just gonna fucking put it all on barrel aged stout. This is an a this is a barrel aged stout. Tell me otherwise. It tastes like one, that's for sure. I just love uh how fucking well rounded all these flavors are. Um it is a little boozy, but I feel like whatever age time it's had to age, it's really mellowed this out. To the point where I can point out a ton of different flavors from this without anything being overbearing over another flavor. This is fucking great stout. I'm getting a lot of wood. It's very bright up front and then it mellows out really nice. It, it's not a sweetness that rounds off, but it's it's just a really nice rounding off of a beer. Uh, it's a little roasty, a little toffee, a little caramel. Uh, yeah. you said, um, what the fuck was the word? Vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely get some kind of like confection, um, uh, taste to this. It tastes like something like a fucking, like something you get from these candies or some bullshit. You know, it's got this, yes. this delicious candied, uh, sweetness to it. Fuck. That's exactly Great. what that tastes like. It tastes like those coffee 
lollipops from Seize Candy. Yeah, yeah. Everything that has been um, mentioned on the label is predominantly shown here. Everything um, is there. I, I have I have a wonderful deep dark roast from the coffee, and it says it's cold brew coffee. I think that we're always able to pick out cold brew coffee. If this is cold brew coffee, this is an imperial cold brew coffee. <clears throat> There's nothing in this that's like lacking or light bodied or even medium bodied. This is a very full bodied beer. This is everything that I would expect out of a barrel aged beer. I taste the fucking wood. I get woody. I get bourbon. I get everything that should have happened while they sat and hung out in a in a barrel. And fucking hell if King Harbor Brewing Company doesn't put themselves on the map with this King Swirly the Fourth. Yeah, you definitely get this fucking uh mellow that roastiness that you typically would off of a cold brew coffee or even nitro cold brew coffee. It's it's got uh like a velvety feel to it. Um it's roasty without being bitter. Um which is more than some uh you know beers can say when they feature coffee it's not bitter but it is bold it is smooth it's got vanilla it, it's fucking um it's got a delicious mouthfeel to it it's got this candy sweetness everything that's on the bottle it, it's hitting everything and um were it not for the blue wax seal it would be a little unassuming so uh, i think they did it well by um you know um directing attention towards themselves on this beer I agree. Um, this is roasty, but it, like you were saying, it's a cold brew roastiness that's always a little nicer at the end. Yeah. Without the bitterness of, of roasted yeah, fucking coffee. What beer. it is, is you don't have the acidity from over roasting the coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're getting that in the fucking taste and the feel of this fucking beer where it's not. It doesn't feel like it's as full bodied as it should be, but it still is. It's really weird. It's a weird dichotomy here because of the cold brew coffee here. Yeah, you don't have to fish the coffee. The coffee's there. It's just, you know, it's smoother than what you used to. Definitely. I'm loving this about this beer. It, it feels like it should be just thick, like a fucking molasses. Yeah, it feels like it should be very viscous. Um, mm -hmm. I think a couple more years of aging could uh, probably hop that out a little bit in that department. But otherwise, um, this is proven to be... An extraordinary beer by um, a brewery that I've frankly never heard of. Right. I'm excited to explore a little bit more of their offerings from now on. Um, I don't believe that I've ever seen them on the shelf, but I'm going to keep an eye out for these motherfuckers yeah, now. They if, if this is what they're doing, if this is their like top end, top tier, I'm curious what they do with the regular ass stout. I'm yeah. curious to see what they do with the regular ass dark beer. I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye out for King Harbor Brewing Company. Yeah, because this is super competitive uh, with what it offers. Um, I mean, for a brewery I've never heard of, um, they're doing a hell of a job uh, at, at um, providing uh, a venerable offering You know, to get their name out there. I'm not sure if I've mentioned the ABV, but I'm going to have to get well, your guys' guess. guess. Let me guess. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess 12.1%. Okay. 11. 11. All right. We got a 10.8. Okay. That's very good. 
Honestly, if, if I didn't have this bottle sitting in front of me right now so that I could see the ABV, I would put this anywhere between an 11.5 to a 12. Mm-hmm. This thing is big. It's enormous. It's super fucking booze heavy, but it's done so in a very fucking beautifully crafted way. It's graceful. It's where, not even sharp. Where you know that there's been some love putting this into barrels. You get the barrel taste. You get the bourbon spirit. You get everything that you would expect out of a fucking dark brew that's been aged carefully and um, just handcrafted. So, yes, King Swirly, it, it's it's a winner in my book. Uh, I think I'm about to uh, ready to rate this motherfucker. In the Imperial Dark Ale category, I guess I'm going to have to rate it as an Imperial Dark yeah, Ale. Yeah, let's just fucking wing it. Fuck it. This um, isn't a stout? It's not a stout. It's oh. not a stout. It's claiming that it fucking drinks like a stout. It's claiming that's a bourbon barrel aged imperial dark ale. Whoa. So as okay. an imperial dark ale, that's... I'm gonna have to grade this as a nine point five. I don't believe that I've ever had a bourbon barrel aged imperial dark ale before. Yeah, I've had plenty of bourbon barrel aged beers. I've had plenty of dark ales. I've never had a mixture of the both. To me, this is definitely coming across as a fucking bourbon barrel aged stout. So regardless of whether you want to fucking categorize yourself in that um, segment, King Harbor, with the King Swirly, we're really talking about something that comes a little closer to a stout. I'm going to respect your categorization. Imperial Dark Ale, 9.5 for me. I will say that this definitely does drink like a stout. Um, but you know, if, if they want to categorize it as an Imperial Dark Hill, you know, that, that's, that's fine. Uh, regardless, my fucking rating remains the same. This is going to be a nine for me. Uh, the only way that this could round out a little bit more personally, I would prefer a little bit more, uh, of the woodiness, a little bit more woody in here would be great. Um, just a tiny bit of more ABV, um, 10.8. Was it 10.8 ABV? 10.8 ABV. That that's very good. Um, a 12% will fucking just shoot this over the moon. Um, for a, a fucking brewing company that I've never heard of, this this is a great way for you guys to get your name out there. And um, I appreciate what you did this, with this beer. Um, it definitely tastes like something that was crafted. And you use this term a lot, Anthropos, but uh, this definitely feels like something that's crafted. Uh, There was a lot of thought put into this beer, and I respect that. So it's going to be a 9 for me. I was going to give this an 8.5 in the stout category. And then you're telling me it's a bourbon barrel-aged ale. Dark ale. Dark ale, which is going to bump it up to a 9.5. Uh, this is incredible. This is this looks and feels and tastes like a bourbon barrel aged stout, uh, which is kind of ridiculous seen from a fucking dark ale, but it's incredible. It's roasty. It's malty. It's sweet. It's it's full bodied. It, it's just it's hitting every fucking note, and it's fucking incredible. Nine point five for me. Some Nine point five. No, this does, some of this does remind me. Of fucking Bourbon County. There's a lot here to remind me of Bourbon County. Uh, it may not be at the same level, but um, it, it gets close. 
especially for uh, a brewery that at least in California is still trying to get his name out. Much respect to I forgot the name already. King Harbor Brewing Company. King Harbor Brewing Company. Excellent job, guys. Keep that shit up. I I, I like the I like the comparison to the Bourbon County, um, but. You know, even at a 9.5, I think you guys should take it and run with it. Um, that's a fucking extremely high rating for the first showing of a brewing company here. Um, when you're comparing it to like a bourbon county, we're talking about a fucking bourbon county that comes in at 13, 14%. Yeah. You know, this is a very much fuller bodied um, imperial bourbon barrel aged stout that's competing against... Uh, you know, uh, no no shade meant to be thrown here, but uh, a no-name brewing company that's which putting is, out fucking beautiful work. Which is why I threw out a 9 instead of a 10. If they bumped the ABV up on this, it would be a lot closer to Bourbon County. Absolutely, absolutely. I could definitely see myself enjoying a fucking vertical lineup of King Swirlies here. Yeah, this man. is King Swirly the fourth. I would love to see what they did with, with the third. First, second, and third. Yeah, definitely. Fuck yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit left out of the loop with not having those offerings before, but I'm certainly going to fucking keep my eye out for another King Harbor Brewing Company offering after this motherfucker. A nine, 9.5 for me. Nine for me. Fucking roastiness is amazing. Over the top. 9.5 for me. Beautiful. Alrighty, guys, let's get to the fucking closing topic. Okay, guys, tinfoil hat time. No, we already did this. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Come on. I want you to go to your Google search engine. Dude, I'm in a good mood. And type in any three-digit number. I'm in a good mood. Random. Whatever you guys want. You choose. All right, 847. 847, okay. In your Google search engine, you type in 847. There goes my phone. All right. New cases. All right, okay. Oh, there you go. Third time's the charm. Third time is the charm. Third time is the charm. All I'm gonna say is fucking, fucking phone. I'm gonna say it's middle America on this. <laughs> so you type in any three randomized three digit number followed by new cases on your okay. Google search engine, and it will feed back to you an article regarding the coronavirus. Okay. Uh so I said eight hundred and forty seven. Mm-hmm. 847 new cases. You said 347, right? I said 847. 847? Okay, yeah, go for right, it. Yeah, all right. Let's see. 847 new cases. Boom. Okay. This is a little over a month old. Regardless. MDH reports 847 new COVID-19 cases. 10 new deaths. Okay. So this is dated May 23rd, 2020. Saturday, the Minnesota Department of Health reported 847 new positive COVID-19 cases. The most new cases in a single day so far. Here goes mine. 380. Let's just go with 380. It's a nice round. 380. Let's see here. Uh, Maryland reports lowest single day positivity rate. 380 new COVID cases on 4th of July. One day old. Here goes mine. 517. Tarrant County Post DFW High. 517 new COVID-19 cases Thursday. Okay, so oh, I'm going to do... I'm going to do 122. Okay. Oh, All right. dude. 
820, I'm sorry, 122 new cases. Okay, Travis County, 122 new coronavirus cases, two new deaths, 64 more in hospital. Okay, now, okay, where the fuck is Travis County? All right, uh, let's find that out. Uh, Dude, coronavirus in Tennessee. Cases rise by 750. That's my number. That's my new number. 750 as new hotspots develop in East Tennessee. In case you're wondering. 750 plus new cases of COVID-19 confirmed in Southern Carolina. Saturday. Um, Fucking, uh, what is it? Two weeks old. Okay, I'm going to type in something fucking random. Let's see, 759 new cases. How funny it comes up as a suggestion on Google. Oh. All right, well, uh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, this is in another country. Coronavirus disease, COVID-19 outbreak update. On April 29th, oh Canada launches a new mobile app. <laughs> <laughs> Arrive can. <laughs> Dude, oh fuck, my man? god, dude. 540 What the 540 fuck? new coronavirus cases in Orange County. 540. What the fuck is going on? This was published um about uh a month ago. I typed in 924 new cases. Weekend update Travis County again. <laughs> Sees 924 new COVID-19 cases in two days. Dated June 21st, 2020. Okay, how many times are we going to need to fucking do this? I don't know. No, I, we, we could go all could fucking days. 999 times. This. this is... Re- <laughs> no shit, okay. And I'm sure it fair works enough, for other digits, but I've only tried the three-digit thing. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. That's a very decisive uh, number to how many times we could try this. Yeah. It seems like it's um pretty... Just, uh, um, how can I say this? Reliable. Right. We could type in any fucking number and we're going to we get be an article. until the fucking article. sun rises. No shit, dude. Typing Jesus in three digit numbers, Christ. man. Holy fuck. So, tinfoil hat time. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Real quick, though, since I mentioned Travis County twice, um, it's in Texas. Okay. Travis County is in Texas. That makes sense. I want to stay away from there. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) They seem to be having an uptick. You know what's fucking hilarious, dude, is I remember Trump talking to the American public during his fucking campaign and talking about winning. I remember him talking about winning. And he said something along the lines of you're going to be winning so much that you're fucking tired of winning. You're just like, oh my god, let's fucking stop winning so much. I don't know. And I wonder if this is what he was talking about. Because if you're looking at a graph on COVID cases on a global scale, you're going to find that every other goddamn country in the fucking world is on a downtrend while America is on a fucking uptick. It's fucking ridiculous. That's what you're getting from this? Yeah, I am. It's a spike, really. That that is what I'm fucking getting from this. That means that we have done very poorly at containing this. 
That's what you're getting from fucking this? Yeah. Is any fucking randomized fucking number that you're fucking searching is going to be fed back to you? Yeah, dude. Imagine like playing fucking roulette and you fucking throw out any number and you win. I win. But he's talking about I'm just right. the exposure of COVID. Saying that, oh, well, this only proves that the fucking COVID is being actually uh, running amok. I don't think so. I mean, COVID cases are definitely up, but there's a lot of factors into it. You got to think about that there's more testing available now. What I'm saying is fucking bullshit. All the fucking news media is fucking. That too, though. That too. I mean, some fucking of it, with us. They're fucking any randomized number you're going to fucking search on Google. It's going to feed you back an article telling you you're right. I mean, in a sense, I mean, you do have fucking, you know, a lot more testing available now. At the same time, though, that does seem a little fishy. I mean, any fucking number I could think of at this point, I look it up. Sure enough, there's a fucking article. That's just weird. How many new cases? It's yeah, weird. It, it is very strange because, again, random ass fucking number. I could fucking pull a number out of my ass right now, you know, fucking 967. Sure. And it'll fucking come up, dude. That's been prom I mean, that's been proven, basically. I took quite a few numbers. Anthropos did. You did yourself, Oz. And, and it doesn't matter what fucking number we we fucking search. And I mean he comes up with new cases. You can it make, is a little fishy. You can make the bullshit argument of fucking it's not random. It's in it was programmed into your mind and you saw it somewhere beforehand and it's in your subconscious and you're searching it because blah 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 pretty fucking random and there's just to be an answer for everything. I think we're just being fucking lied to, dude. It it really it really does seem like a thought bubble. It really does seem like like just doesn't matter what you think is happening right now. Yes, you're right. Exactly. It does kind of come across as that, which is it's bad dangerous. on both ends. It's dangerous. All it yeah. does is fucking it, it. It just it spreads more fear. I, I it think spreads more fear. I think just from like a very small sampling of the random numbers that we came up here, we came up with an article that said that there was an uptick. We came up with an article that said that numbers were down. There's a downturn. It so it doesn't it doesn't really seem like um any any way shape or form. That you have already attributed to this fucking pandemic, you're right. It, it just seems like another fucking thought bubble that is available and accessible to you to prove your argument. Right. That's so fucked up, dude. Isn't it? I, I because I think not. I think I am witnessing a certain trend in a certain direction in my occupation. I certainly am, but it's dangerous to think that anybody else that might have a counter argument to what I am experiencing and witnessing is also right. What the fuck? <laughs> what I is think this? the difference is that for your profession, you work in, uh, you know, I you could kind of call it a controlled environment, but it is scary that you could type in any three-digit number into Google. And it'll magically come up with any fucking article with an uptick or downturn in cases. I find it funny, though, that two of the numbers I searched um, led to the exact same county in Texas. And Texas, if you guys remember, was one of the first states to start fucking opening up businesses. But at the same time, I feel like they're exploiting that that uh, fucking that data. That narrative? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, look, it's fucking Texas, you know, fucking opening up prematurely. You know, they're just looking for someone to blame. They're looking for fucking ratings. They're looking for you to fucking eat this shit up and live in fear. If, if we're looking on, if we're looking at this on a global scale, I think that it, it's, it's fucking unmistakable though. Um, fuck. And, and that makes me very cautious to say that as well. Seeing as how no matter what the fuck I ask Google of, um, it has an answer for me. That's fucking shitty. Um, I, I, I'd say that as a fucking global community in like scientific, um, data, I think that I would like to fucking trust in the numbers that say that we are completely and fucking thoroughly fucked by the the number of uptick cases, the new cases that have been coming uh, forth and being reported, whether that's because of testing or whether that's because of fucking um, other governments lying about their numbers. Like China, I'm talking to you. I'm looking at you, motherfucker. But China's it, bad. It it really looks like we're doing poorly. And it also looks like it doesn't matter which way you look at it, it's gonna kinda answer at you whichever way you want it to. That's so fucked up. This is fucked up. This, what you guys are doing is fucked up. You're fucking rationalizing your fucking searches, which is fucking bullshit. What I'm saying is they're fucking lying to you and not giving a fuck what the fuck you're searching. You're going to get the answer you're looking for. To instill more fear. Instill fear or whatever the fuck it is. But they're fucking lying to you about every fucking number. You want to look at numbers? What numbers do you fucking trust at this fucking point? I mean, it just looks so convenient. So convenient so convenient for you to be able to search up any fucking three-digit number and come up with some kind of article to instill fear. I'm gonna tell you this, I'm gonna tell you this much. Coming from an occupation that is directly impacted by the uptick or downtick of this fucking pandemic, where I work, the number of cases have tripled over the last two weeks. Yeah, you also work in an industry that benefits from having more numbers and more cases. That are it does. It does because I work in a hospital that is currently talking about becoming a COVID-only hospital. Exactly. That is a part of the conversation Wait, right okay. now. Hey, how much is the government? Yeah. How much is the government paying for right case right now That's to the happening. hospitals? That's happening right for now. Treatment. There's conversations happening right now in executive meetings in the place where I work that are talking about becoming an exclusively COVID hospital because there's money in it because the government Absolutely is paying there is yeah because the government case. is fucking paying per case <laughs> it pays the city there's, it pays the fucking hospital monetary benefit to artificially inflate these numbers and give you a response that you're fucking looking for jesus christ it's free insurance money but from the state we're fucked either way fucking a whether you believe in this fucking covid <laughs> thing or not you're fucked you're being fucking lied to if you think it's real and the numbers are going up you're being lied to if you think it's false and the numbers are going down and everyone's full of shit you're being lied to (laughs) fucking a dude 
<laughs> what the fuck? We're fucked. Dude, I really wish I wouldn't have looked into We're this fucked. at all. Thank you for the vote of confidence, <laughs> dude. We're fucked. Thank you for the vote Trust of confidence. I have nothing to look nobody. forward to now. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, uh, honestly, I encourage you to think of any other three-digit number that we haven't tried here on air and look up a Google search result because... If you had presented this to me, this idea, this thought, um, if you had presented this to me, I would call bullshit. Of course. But um, what the fuck do you know? <laughs> I'm right no matter what the fuck I assume. Of course. I'm right no matter what I assume. Hey, it's okay. You're right. You're right. Why are you guys You're right. fucking fuck bitching and that? arguing? I'm looking up 223 new cases. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Surge in COVID-19 cases continues in Allegheny Co County. 223 new cases. Yeah. New daily records set with <laughs> 233 new cases. Four days ago. Oh, my God, dude. We were I being know, lied I, to. I, I we're, think and you have a point here, Oz. I hate no, to fucking admit it, but no I think matter you got a point here. We're right. No, no matter, matter what, what, we're right. We're being lied to. That's the fucking point we're getting across here. Is... Jesus fuck. Yeah. Turn on a fucking bleak fucking note. Don't trust anybody. No shit, dude. We're supposed to end this shit on a funny note. What the fuck is this? Sorry. <laughs> I don't what the fuck is this? I'm gonna Sorry. walk away crying. What Sorry. is this? Sorry. What the fuck is this? Sorry. Something something to go home and Google while you're at fucking home. Jesus, I, I I've I've been skeptical. Okay, I am a skeptic. Okay? I don't like to alienate myself with any fucking thing aside. If I had to choose a fucking side, I would have to sit right in between everything that is considered a skeptic. If I were to be fucking categorized as anything for any fucking question that you would have, it would be considered a skeptic. And motherfuck, does this raise a red flag? What is this? I, I wasn't aware of this at all. I wasn't aware that any fucking thing I could think of was right. This is <laughs> fucking bullshit. Right? What the fuck is this? I agree with you completely. Tell me more. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I feel I feel fucking personally attacked. There's puppeteers pulling the strings. Yeah. Letting you believe whatever you want to believe because that doesn't fucking matter. What oh, matters is fuck, what's going on dude. behind the fucking curtain that we're not fucking willing to see because we're fucking fear mongering and worried about new COVID cases, but we're indoors. Protect yourself because you're going to fucking die. Dude, or I, don't go outside. They're fucking impeding your fucking freedoms. I thought I had my distraction. Finger, distraction. I, I distraction, thought I had my finger on the pulse. I thought I had my finger on the pulse. Distraction. I thought that I knew what the, the distractions were. No. I thought that I knew what one hand was doing while the other hand was fucking waving so flagrantly. Uh-uh. This proves to me I have no fucking idea what's going on, and that makes me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> yep. Jesus, fuck. If you're not paying attention, right? Yes. <laughs> We're not typing in three-digit numbers onto Google. <laughs> Dude, we encourage you guys, for real. At this point, 
It's type a in, fucking trip. No shit. Type in any three-digit number. Uh, send us your response. Send us the link that has exactly the number that you thought of. Because it seems like every number that you could think of that's three-digit has a fucking response to it. We haven't looked this at four digits insane. or two-digit numbers, but... I know. I assume it's gonna be the same fucking three, response. Three digits is something definitely Jesus, something to start off with. Fuck. And I feel like fuck. it's just We're I don't just know. we're it's being lied fuck to. You up. Yeah, exactly. We're being lied to. It's just there to fucking I don't know. Make make you disenfranchised, I would guess. It it's meant to make you feel alone and angry. Yeah. And it's fucking working. Is that is that what it is? I would I would probably argue that it's meant to make you feel like you're right. Exactly. And it's meant to make you feel like you yes. think the same as Of course, but then you figure others. out, hey, if you Google search any three-digit number, you're going to get a response. Well, that when you tell figure you that right. one out. And then you're like, holy shit. How many other people are fucking doing this, though? I don't know. I feel like that I don't there's, know. I feel like, like more than likely, there's other people typing in specific fucking numbers and bringing up um fucking articles and sources that are supporting that argument and then staunchly fucking look uh, yeah 200 new cases in texas <laughs> exactly <laughs> staunchly Stay fucking going in that hey look covid is down by 189 <laughs> go outside reopen the economy distrust in your fucking government that's what you're being fucking wonderful fed. wonderful distrust wonderful wonderful good good game Good game. Good game. GG. GG, guys. GG. GG, because guess what? You guys have effectively done exactly what the fuck you sought out for. We're in a fucking simulation, bro. You guys have effectively made uh, your constituents confused. And you're able to sway them whichever way you want to at this point. You're able to fleece them. Yep. Whichever way you want to. Wonderful. Good game. Fucking slow clap slow clap good shit dude what the fuck you got me and and i'm saying that not as like anthropos as the fucking mouthpiece for humanity i'm talking about myself good shit good game gg you have me in the fucking palm of your hands (laughs) wonderful gg i'm done for today I, I my guess, head is fucked. I guess I am too, man. I don't <sighs> I don't know what to make of this. Exactly, that's where I'm at. Uh, the only thing I I can gather from this is just that we're being lied to. Doesn't matter what the fuck you're thinking, you're being lied to. That makes sense somehow. That makes sense. Yeah. But even then, why is that a thought that has to be implanted into my head? Where is this coming from? Where is that thought of distrust that needs to be implanted into my head coming from? You know, who is trying to put that into my head that I shouldn't trust these sources, that I shouldn't trust my government, that I shouldn't trust the media around me, that I shouldn't trust the people around me? Where, why are they trying to instill this fear and distrust in people? Where is that coming from? Be weary of any fucking grassroots movement that is up and coming (laughs) and is new to you. 
because chances are they actually might be in the position to benefit from this. Yes. Fucking a, dude. Um, you know what? I I, I really I really feel the same way as Orgasmatron feels right now. <laughs> I am absolutely exhausted by this. Yes. Mentally exhausted. Clearly. And he's and, passed out. <laughs> <laughs> And and if he doesn't say otherwise, he's a complete bitch. If you're gay, say nothing. Exactly. Okay. Here you go. <laughs> it's incredible. I, I'm I'm just as mentally exhausted as Orgasmatron. Really. Me too, dude. I, I I don't know what to make of this. I really don't. Jesus fuck. Okay. Well, fuck. We're gonna have to touch on this for the next episode. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll thank you for thought. joining us for fucking episode forty nine. We have a little bit in the works for episode 50. It's going to be our one-year anniversary. Yeah. And um, we're talking about partnering up with someone that just might be a little bit in touch with the community that we came from. Yep. And um, this might be some subject to run by them. Yeah. Really. Let's do that. Fucking A. Thank you guys so much for fucking joining us into this whole fucking whirlwind of ideas throughout this whole project the whirlwind of wonderfully crafted beers and interchangeable exchanges of thoughts <laughs> thank you so much for fucking joining us on an open platform for fucking dialogue thank you so much for fucking being open and not fucking bitches about controversial controversial ideas oh no they made a racial joke thank you so much for fucking being open-minded and being accepting of anything and everything that we might discuss here we look forward to your contributions here reach out to us reach out to us through email through instagram through thinkspot twitter all the platforms that you could think of Orgasmatron, do you have any parting words? I couldn't Nicely have said, said it. I couldn't Nicely have said, said it better myself. I like it. I'm speechless too. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have a fucking video yet? <laughs> Thank you for joining us for episode 49. This has been Wasted Content. <laughs> My name is Anthropos. And I am Ozymandias. Orgasmatron, any parting word? Thank oh, you very dude, much. Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you motherfuckers next week. Peace.